Now we are officially live on God Economics Show. My name is Brother Ben X. This is Jake Taylor Jacobs. And today we're going to be talking about modern day slave. Oh. Are we still slaves to a new master? Mm. New slave master. Wait, same debt, right? Ooh. Yeah, new slave master. Same debt. So I feel like a uh, shout out to my brother Robbie Blue who reached out to me a couple months ago, and he gave me this song, and I think it fits perfectly uh-huh. for this particular show. So check this out, and as we're doing this, make sure y'all like and share it out because this is going to be a powerful, powerful broadcast. Hmm. Feel to be a modern day slave Working minimum wages Time to cock gauges How does it feel to be a modern day slave Working minimum wages Time to cock gauges How does it feel to be a modern day slave Working minimum wages Time to cock gauges How does it feel to be a modern day slave Working minimum wages Time to cock gauges I take a knee but no one listens to no Cares about no descendant of some. I entertain them like a book dancing. Shoot that ball, make them laugh. And it don't matter how you focus, use a Democratic, Republican. I held my job and still they pay me like a whip me like a, then work me like a dirty cops shooter back talking, drug dealing, a runaway. Obama won cause they were scared of the Knew they older But never paid the You make it to the league and still be a Million dollar A welfare The prison system got like three million I speak for the I wanna free the we gonna free the we gonna free the slaves today, y'all. Make sure y'all share this out. How does it feel to be a modern day slave? Working minimum wages, time to cock gauges. How does it feel to be a modern day slave? Working minimum wages, time to cock gauges. How does it feel to be a modern day slave? Working minimum wages, time to cock gauges. Now it don't matter about your color, use a, a white trash, a ghetto black. And Trump don't care about no Mexicans or Puerto Ricans, just let them drown. No, no, nobody cares about the health, oh no, sick or not, I'll fire that. I know all whites didn't really own, some blacks own, some Uncle Tom. And everybody benefited from the... Sharecropping, that act swinging. Even the White House was designed by some intelligence and built by more. The Civil War was won and fought by some fought for the. We died like some slave. And everybody loves the cooking from us. Sex from us. Then toss away us. How does it feel to be a modern day slave? How does it feel? Minimum wages, time to cops. How does it feel to be a modern day slave? My, my, my. So I hope that everyone has shared and clicked share because we're gonna be talking about some financial, <coughs> some financial literacy here. We're gonna be talking about Hold on, let me uh, take this Bluetooth off real quick. 
Brother Jake, can you uh, tell us about the conversation that we had uh, today and uh, what the Bible said? We're going to open up from the scripture. What does the Bible say about slavery and about those who are in debt? What what, what does it say about that? Uh, it says that uh, for us to be the lender, not the borrower. But I'm going to bring up the exact. Hold on one second. The name of that artist is called Brother Robbie Blue, R-O-B-B-I-E, Blue. And you can just type in Modern Day Slave. So make sure you share this out. Don't call in yet. We're going to have y'all call in later on in the show to ask questions. This is my brother, Jake, man. He is uh, my big brother and financial advisor as well. Always giving me great, great knowledge about uh, 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 finances, about credit, about debt consolidation, which we're going to talk about today. Mortgages. I mean, just the whole nine. And this is information that we need that other communities have that we don't have. And we know that we are uh, 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 destroyed from a lack of knowledge, but not just a lack of knowledge, because we got to finish that verse out. Lack of knowledge and because we rejected the knowledge. Oh! So the knowledge is now coming to you guys Preach! by way of Facebook, uh-huh. Instagram, and YouTube. But we got to apply it and use it. And that's what we call real wisdom. So come on with it, Brother Jake. So uh, Proverbs 22, 7 says the rich rule over the poor and the borrower mm. is always a slave to the lender. Mm. Which is letting us know right there, y'all can read the rest of it yourself, but the biggest piece is it says the borrower will always be a slave to the lender. And, uh, I mean, I think that's pretty explanatory right there because most of us, we get in debt. You know, we we, we wonder why, you know, we we, we get pressed the way that we do because we're always borrowing. You're borrowing, borrowing, borrowing. Find yourself, you're a slave. Slaves are people who always borrow. They find themselves in, in, in situations that they can't get out of and uh, they got to work for the rest of their life just to pay off a debt that never goes away. That sounds like slavery to me. Mm. You know, uh, back in the day they had what was called indentured slavers, slavery in, uh, or indentured servants where people had, where the master had like this contract that said, uh, if you work for me for 10 years or if you work for me for a certain amount of money, at the end of the bid, I will give you your freedom. Uh, like jail. And typically what happens, you did your bid, and you worked your time, and then the slave master always found something that you stole, that you ate, that they caught, where you got to go put another 10, 20 years in. You find yourself there, you and your family, 10, 20, 30, 40 years doing the same thing over and over, which is kind of ironic because this society, traditional uh, finances tell us, financial people tell us uh, to finance our cars, to finance our, to mortgage our homes. And you find yourself doing the same thing over and over again, and you don't ever think – See, see, it's it's one thing to know when it's wrong, but it's another thing to not even realize that you're in slavery. Mm. And and I think that's the biggest thing because most of us, you know, it's it's we, we never think that we're you know we'll ever get our student debt. You never think that you would you know buy a car cash. You just automatically think to finance your car or trade your car in, make it upside down. You owe that debt on a new debt. You got a a, a new master, same debt. And that happens over and over. It's a, perpetu- it's a perpetuating machine that, that never stops. And I, I find a new debt. I find a new master, and I serve that master. Then I finish from Chase Bank, and I refinance my mortgage. Or I refinance my car with credit unions. And now the credit union, my new master. I'm going to work for my master. I'm going to give my master my first. And, uh, and we, we find ourselves in this all the time. And all these conventional, uh, uh, traditional uh, financial advisors, they always want to tell you to use debt. And I just look at it like, yo, I'm just somebody that's 100% against it, and that's it. Melvin says, we know. Answers, please. Enough with the expose. Well, let me let me, let me me say this, Brother Will. Uh, I'm sorry, brother, brother Melvin. Brother Will just came in. Um, everybody don't know, sir. 
Um, everybody doesn't know about debt consolidation. Everybody doesn't know about uh, them being slaves mentally and being on this rat race. Um, everybody doesn't know about credit. Everybody doesn't know about the mortgages. So you may know, but I advise and encourage you to be a little bit more patient because unless somebody knows that they're a slave, um, they won't even really be seeking for a solution, nor will they hear the solution when it comes. So if some like, like, for example, I was telling brother Jake the other day, I sent him a clip of the minister that I probably heard before where the minister says, uh, what, what, what was he saying? He was talking about the mortgages and, 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 and paying interest and taking out a loan to get this home. And he was like, why would you accept a deal like that? But I heard it after brother Jake has been breaking it down in detail about why that's not a good idea. Now, when I heard the minister say it on the video, it pops out to me. It's kind of like now that I know the minister's name, when I hear certain rappers say it in the song, I can notice it. But before I probably never noticed it because it never it, it didn't relate to me. So I believe us as a people must first know about uh, what's going on. We must know the traps. We, we, we must know how we're being enslaved. Then the solution must come. So unless a sister understands that what she's doing with this guy is wrong, she would never hear you give any solutions. Unless this sister really knows who she truly is, she'll never hear when you're talking about, oh, you are beautiful. Oh, that's good. So I feel like, yes, we should continue to expose uh, 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 what we're going to be talking about. We should continue to expose what we're going to give a solution for, because other than that, you ain't really going to be listening to us. But the problem uh, that I have, Brother Ben, uh, especially with people, uh, not Melvin, not you, brother, but especially with people that say, man, we already know it. We know what the problem is, what we're going to do against it. But those same people who are saying, not you, Brother ben, uh, brother Melvin or Melvin, uh, uh, those same people, bro, are the ones that say, uh, I got to figure it figured out. We, we know, but you're the same one. You're doing the same thing. You, you, you ain't stopped. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, 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 I know that the banks are the new master. And I'm just serving the banks until I die. And I teach my kids to serve master. And I teach their kids to serve master. And I say that sometimes you got good masters. Some of them, they charge you 3%. That's a good master. Not the master that charge you 28%. That's a good master. You got a bunch of your people that been masters. Y'all want masters. You're going to work for master. And then you're going to say, man, listen, I, I hear what y'all saying about being free. I, I get us always talking about it. But what are we going to do about it? Well, you know, and, and you still financing your cars. You still mortgaging at home. You still you still you still uh, uh, financing with credit cards and with, with, with buying stuff you don't need. And of course, being free is, is, is a lot harder. Of course, being free, you got to go without some. She say, and you ain't teaching others not to make those same mistakes with your knowing asses. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, of course that, you know, and, and it's just, it's just, it, I get, I get tired of it because people say, well, Jake, well, I, I want a home. I, I want a home, bro. Well, well I, I can't afford to get no home. That's why I got to go to massacre. Massacre going to give me a home. And I say, well, sister, you got to keep renting if you want to be free. Because being free comes with a cost, and sometimes mm, that cost, sacrifice. come on, sometimes that cost is a lot pricier than it looks like to be in bed with master. Master going to make it look good. Master going to treat you right. Master going to rub your back. Master going master gonna to say, I can get you into that house right now, nothing down. Mm. Nothing. You, all you got to do is just sign this paper right here. <laughs> sign this paper. Hey, uh, uh, Mrs. X, you want a house, don't you? 
you you want a place where your kids can can stay safe, don't you? Just sign this contract right here. And when you sign this contract right here, I'm just don't worry about it. You can pay all. And and when things get tight, don't worry about it. I'm gonna kick you out and take the house. <laughs> I'm gonna foreclose it. You can start all over again. I'm getting tired of that. Yeah. So let's get down to the root of it. Let's get down. Today, me and Jacob had a conversation, and we was talking about debt consolidation. Let me tell you guys the story that I was telling him. So um, moved out of the apartment, was about to go into a home. Luckily, I didn't get the home. Uh, there was too many things wrong with the home, so we didn't end up going into it. But I had some student loans. And I think it's actually, um, I think it was divine because now that I have my credit right, I was able to uh, be a part of another opportunity. But I, I had to really learn about credit because I needed the good credit to get into the home. So I had these student loans. They're not like outrageous 50000 100000 like a lot of people. But it was a student loan. And the place was like, hey, uh, you can do a consolidation. So basically what that is, I'll let you uh, talk about that. But what they basically told me is, hey, I'll pay this off or whatever the case may be. Then you can come and you can set up a payment plan with us. And in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, sounds pretty good. If they're going to take this off my report so I can go ahead and get into this home, now I'm paying somebody else back. But then when I thought about it, I'm still paying the loan back. So I was like, what is consolidation? So when he broke it down today, it made a whole bunch of sense. And then even in high school, I heard about people who, who goes out and buy debt, but I never heard it explained like Brother Jake explained today. And then it clicked because some people do say, hey, well, I settle for 8000 today. Let's go ahead and take care of it today. I settle for 8000 So what about the other 2000 So when somebody is calling us every day, hey, uh, we have, can I speak to Mr. X or can I speak to such and so and so, Miss Johnson, Miss whatever the case may be, and they asking for it, is it the original company that's calling you asking for the debt or is it somebody else? So they done made a whole business out of hunt these fools down, hunt these slaves down, slave Uh-oh. hunters, there it is. I'm finna hunt the slaves down and get what's owed to me. So break this business down for them, brother, for the, so, so they can understand. Simple. It works like this. And it's just another master making it sound sexy. Hey, listen, I, I know he treating you bad. This, this, this is what you do. You pay me and I handle it for you. But I'm going to give you an example right here. So this is what they say. They say, hey, listen, you stop paying those other people. I'm going to pay the debt for you. You just pay me $250, $370, $400 a month. You pay me, the debt consolidation company, $250, $400 a month. That, can you afford that? Y'all can afford that's, that. That's a lot less than the 1500 yeah, that you was going to pay, right? Right. So you're going to pay $400 a month with me, and you're going to pay for six years. Mm. You can pay $400 a month for six years, and I want, you, I want you to stop paying all your debts. And you say, man. Good idea, man. That sound good. That sound real. You going to do that for me, Master? You, you, all I got to do is pay you four fifty, and you going to take care of everything? We got you. Just stop paying your debt. Now, what's going to happen now? You're going to look bad out here in these streets. Your credit going to go down because you're defaulting on those loans because we ain't going to pay them no more. We're going to handle that for you. We got, the, we got a legal team. We're going to go after them for you, right? <laughs> and so all they do, they take your four fifty a month for 12 months. Do the math for me. For 12 months, over six years, and you defaulted on how all. Much, how much a month? 450 times 12 months times six years is how much? $32,400. So $32,400. So you paid them $32,400. You 
for 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 with looking at your stuff, you didn't even do the math yourself. <laughs> you only got twenty two thousand dollars worth of debt. Mm. You paid on four fifty. They take care of it for you, but they really don't take care of it for you. They let you default on your on your loans. Then when you default on your loans, then they call the companies the same thing you could do, and they say, "Hey, listen, listen, this person ain't gonna pay the full amount, but this is what we can do." I see that they owe you a thousand. I can give you five hundred dollars right now. Take it off their credit. Take it off the take it off the uh, um, off the credit report. I pay you five hundred dollars right now, or they ain't gonna pay you at all. So either take this or nothing. And then they pay the five hundred dollars to take the debt off off um, off the credit report, and then they charge you a thousand. Mm. Then they do this with all of the debt. All they do is default on the debt. You wait until uh, a couple of months until the debt fall off. And then after the debt fall off and the, and the debt closes, then they call the uh, the people that you owe and say, "Hey, listen, all, all I got is all I got, and all I got is seven fifty. I know they owe you two thousand, but for seven fifty, they ain't ever gonna pay you. I got seven fifty for you. So it, they just literally buying the debt. If you think about it, when my two BMWs got repoed in two thousand fourteen, this one I learned a good lesson. <laughs> I owe sixty six thousand on one and like forty eight fifty thousand on the other. They got repoed real real fast too. And uh, uh, they, they called it a charge off. And then after the charge off, uh, uh, and then um, uh, they, they charged off my credit. Then they sent it to auction. Then they called me, Brother Ben. They say, hey, listen, Jake. They say, hey, Jake, I, I know you owe 68000 for the for the, for the for the one Benz and a BMW and $48,000, for the next BMW. Just give us $25,000. We'll call it even. You pay us $25,000 right now, we'll wipe it off your credit report. Well, I didn't have 25000 back then, but it, it, it behooved me. <laughs> Sound good. That you would settle. BMW Financial would settle on $68,000 and $50,000 car if I had $25,000 at that moment that they'll settle. And that's the only thing the debt collections company are doing. They wait till the debt counsels. It, it it charges off. They wait till it's closed. Then they go and they then they do um they bargain shop for the cheapest price. And then they tell us to pay them monthly. And that's something you could do yourself. If you're gonna stop paying your debt, just stop paying it yourself. Mm. Save up your own money yourself and buy your own debt versus just switching masters. And what I hear and what I've seen from different stories I've heard is we just have to be able to practice patience. You know, like for me. Y'all been seeing me post every week. I want a Bentley truck, and 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 I don't want a Bentley truck because it's a it's an expensive car, and compared to other cars, it's not really that expensive. But it's because I like the way it looks. Like honestly, I really do like the way it looks in the Rolls Royce look. Like if it was thirty two thousand dollars, I would get it. But what I'm saying is. We have to be able to keep our desires in check, because a lot of times we want things right now. And basically, you're willing to go into slavery to do it. So when you hear about rappers selling their soul, it's easy for us to talk talk to the rapper and say, you sold your soul, you signed on the dotted line. But obviously, we signing on the dotted line every week and every year, too. Selling our soul. We going into debt. We can't do certain things because it's going to be on my credit reports and I got to continue to pay this person back. So if debt is slavery, which it is, then we too are selling our soul because we don't want to be patient with ourselves and be able to buy it off. So I don't want to be able to buy the whole car. I don't want to be able to, you know, get into the uh, uh, the, the home and, 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 be, and be patient. I want it right now and I'm willing to go into slavery. That's right. 
literally forward and then go into it ignorant. Now, if you got a plan, okay, cool. I'm going to get with Brother Jake. He's going to put together this debt uh, removal plan. We're going to have this in set. But some of us are not thinking like that. We're just thinking off of our wants. I want, a, I, I want a car, I'm going to just go get it. I want this, I'm going to just go get it, even if I can't afford it. So when I read the book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, one of the things he says is wealthy and rich people buy things with their assets. Uh, poor people, they buy what they earn income. So my next check, man, I'm finna go buy these new, uh, 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 these new high expensive shoes that I really don't need, that I really can't afford. But what rich people do, they take their time, or what wealthy people do, they take their time, build up the assets, and let the asset pay for it because it's not messing up my cash flow. I know this money coming in every month. I know this residual and passive income is coming in every month. It ain't got nothing to do with my expenses or my bills. So us as a people. Mentally, uh, mental slavery transforms into the physical slavery, us putting in the physical work, because I felt like my job was slavery to me. I'm not telling y'all to quit your job right now. I'm just telling you how I felt because I was in a rat race without a plan. That's oh, what? Oh, did I hear something? Oh, it was without a plan. I didn't have a plan in doing it. So a lot of people right now going to work. Come home, eat, take a shower, go to seat, go back to work. Without an extra strategy. Go to work, uh, come home, boom, boom, and then talk about I want to be a millionaire. How? Uh, I how? Be a millionaire how are we going to be a millionaire so when I got a salary cap? How am I going to be a millionaire making six figures if they not paying me six figures? I made a post about this and people got mad at me. They took it wrong. I said, a job that doesn't pay six figures is not going to make you six figures. I wasn't talking down to anybody. I was just trying to get us to think like, damn. I want to be a millionaire, but I really don't have anything that I want to do or know how to do outside of this job. Am I going to wait until the job says, hey, man, I'm paying you uh, $500 an hour now from 10 all the way up to 500? It's not going to happen. We have to say, hey, how can I start a side business? How can I invest? How can I do something to start to wean my way off? Have an actual plan to get off and get off of this job. Not saying, well, it is what it is. Because you got a lot of those people that say that as well. It is what it is, or you know, we so we we curse people. I don't I, I don't know about that. Listen, I believe in a God of 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 amazing wonders, and there is no way that any man's ideal of me is going to take away the ideal God has of me. Mm. And 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 if you are electing to take the belief of man versus the belief of God, that is a sin on you. Mm. You're, you're 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 basically telling God, forget what you think of me. I'm gonna go what they think of me. I don't care what no group of people say. You can tell me we're ostracized. You can tell me we're cast out. You can tell me because of the color of our skin, we lose opportunity. We got to work ten times, twenty times harder. And I think, well, if in my God earned right, I got to work ten times, twenty times harder anyway. Mm. So if I'm gonna work, I might as well work it. And mm. let me let me tell you guys something because you know my wife. When I met my wife. First of all, my wife makes six figures in a corporate corporate America. She's a black woman who makes six figures in corporate America. And we even created a strategy for her to get out. Mm. See, 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 we use their income to continue to invest into our business, to invest into the next option, opportunity, to invest into the next strategy. And and we live on as limited income as possible because why? I need we need an extra strategy from Masters. So you can't make up your own rules on Masters game plan. Now, what I'm saying is I'm not saying a job is bad. I'm saying a job is bad if you have no plan to get out. Mm. And, 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 and that's another massive. Because today we're talking about debt and masses. And I know some of y'all are going to step on some toes and be like, well, master been taking good care of me. 
I, I ain't got to go out there. I ain't got to make it out on my own. That's exactly what slave people said when, when some people got free. What's out there? Yeah, master bring us food every day, and and I got I'm a good part of man. I make a hundred thousand a year. And when I met my wife, brother Ben, she was making a hundred thousand a year. I can promise you. Before she met me, she knew for a fact she was gonna work her way up. Mm. And I told her, I said, "You ain't nothing but a caged animal. Your zoo just better." But see, how, what do we say to people like that who say, "Well, nigga, y'all on here with this conscious stuff? I make uh, I, I make uh, three hundred thousand dollars a year, good, and good you point. out there trying to start a business, and you, and you ain't even yeah." So how do and, we? And so what? What I will say is they do have a point mm-hmm. because there are some people who leave their job because they said God told me to leave, mm-hmm. and you have no plan. See, see, it says to write write a vision, make it plain, so that people who can see it can run with it, and so it tells us to make sure that we're planning, that we prepare. For the ecstasy, Harriet Tubman didn't just leave. She had a plan. Uh oh, come on. See, she talked to some people that may have seen the other side. Take my people with. Yeah, she, 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 she talked to some people who knew somebody who could tell exactly what road to take. Mm. See, she didn't just decide to just run and go be free. She wasn't just. <laughs> she wasn't crazy. She said, "Okay, if I if I turn left right here." And while she's still working for the man, okay, I see, I see over there the security guard. Okay, he go to sleep at seven. And then the next security guard, oh, it don't come back to nine. So I got a two-hour window. Okay, it's planned. Okay, uh, it's going to take me from, then they walk in, they allow them to walk in the city. Okay, coming from here to the city, it take 10 minutes. Mm. So I know it's going to take me 10 minutes to get from Master's Plantation to the city where I can dip off into the forest. And see, a lot of us, we just running for, we running for freedom and making freedom look bad. Wow. Because you ain't got no plan. See, when I left my job, I didn't have a plan. I just left. And I spent three years struggling to get exactly where I, exactly where I got to two years ago. Mm. And I could have got there a whole lot faster if I just left with a plan. And see, for some of you guys, you got to leave with a plan or you're going to be back with Massa. Massa wants you to leave without a plan because mm. you're going to need Massa. See, 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 if you want a house, you want a business, you want a property, you got a job paying you 60000 a year, you need to live on twenty five and stack the thirty five. See, you need to live on 25, stack the 35, stack the 35 for five years. 35,000 times five. I don't know what that is. That's a lot. 35,000 times five. What's that, Amir? Oh, I got it. That ain't nothing but 175000 So that's $175,000 that you could have saved in five years. Well, Jake, I got kids. I got this. Well, you need to stay in a one-bedroom if, it costs, if it's talking about the cost of your freedom. Mm-hmm. See, my kids' convenience ain't got nothing to do with our freedom. I'm going to do whatever I got to do while we enslaved so that we can become free. But no, 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 no. No, 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 no. No. See, 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 what, what we do, brother, being the exact same thing that we do with debt. It's like I gave you an example of, uh, it's like a little homie, right, that's pushing weight. Weight is drugs for some of you guys that don't know. I didn't. I never did drugs, but, you know, I'm just saying <laughs> that's what I saw in the movies. And the little homie pushing weight for a big kingpin drug dealer, right? Little homie uh, got robbed for $35,000, but the big king drug dealer, he don't care, Brother Ben. He's saying, little homie, where are my 35 Gs? He said, man, I promise you, I, I was doing right. I got robbed. Kingpin said, I don't care what you got robbed on. I just want my 35000 or you're going to die. So little man, he worried, he worried, he worried. So then you got another partner. Mm. He said, hey, man, you in debt with the kingpin? They do this in jail, too. Yeah, man, 35000 I got robbed. Don't worry. I'll take care of that debt for you. I'm going to go pay your debt for you to the kingpin. 
Oh, appreciate it, man. I thank you so much, man. I owe you. Yeah, you owe me. You're going to work for me. Uh, this $35,000 off of me with a little bit of interest. So, yeah, he paid your debt. You ain't going to die, but you're going to work for me forever. And we continue to continue on this little cycle. So just because somebody said, I'll refinance your home with a lower interest. I'll reconsolidate your debt uh, uh, with, a, uh, with a better payment plan. You still got the same debt, new master. Mm. I, I mean, I'll give you a higher salary. Come work for me. You still don't have a plan. Well, well, this master say he gonna pay me seventy five thousand. That won't pay me forty five. He understand my worth. <laughs> <laughs> then you don't show up uh, on time, master kill you. You know what? When master kill you in corporate America, he fire you. Mm. You're dead. Your kids lose everything. You lose everything. You're pretty much dead. And then you got to go find a new master. You're willing to take anything now. Like, uh, Dollar General, y'all hiring? I mean, oh, uh, I mean, I was making $75,000 for uh, Dallas Morning News, master. But, 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 but for 25 right now, I, 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 I could work for you. <laughs> and before you knew it, your value is diminishing because you had no plan. So stop taking that same debt to a new master. You got to figure out, okay, how much is it going to cost for me to be free? And am I willing to go without to remain my, to keep my freedom? And that's what's key. Somebody said, uh, let me see who this is here. Uh, Brian Wilson said, who is the master? Who is this master? Um, There's probably names out there, but I'll say this. The master is whoever you serve. And I want to bring out something that brother uh, Jake brought out. And And it hit home so hard. He says, <clears throat> when you're going out working, are you serving God or are you serving the banks? When you're going out, because he said you I can't said that. You can't serve two masters, right? So when I get up in the morning, am uh-huh. I going out for my dream, for my vision? That God gave me. That God gave me, or am I saying, I'm doing whatever I got to do because, nigga, I got to pay this car note. I'm doing whatever I got to do because I got to pay this house rent. I got to do whatever. You see what I'm saying? So that's why it's important for us to have those assets that pay the bills. Because if I get up and I'm not going out to serve you, I'm not going out to serve God. And I'm going out just to make money so I can pay a bill off just to make money so I can pay the bank off. I'm serving that bank. I'm serving whoever I owe money to. So that's the master right there. See, see that master. Damn, that master card. That that, that master created master card. That that, a, that that person you serving got MasterCard. You see that point. MasterCard? That Visa? You're going to Visa your way to MasterCard. Mm. It's MasterCards that you serving. You wake up every single day paying. Majority of a black America or America in general, if you're the one of those you know group hug people, most people in America, you would not be working where you work if you did not have debt. Mm. If you were debt free, you were slave master free. And you had no debt, no car, no, no mortgage debt, none of that. Majority of you all would not be working where you're working. You would literally be doing something that you feel like you were called, ordained, purpose to do. And that's what we're trying to get to. So master is whoever you're serving. Mm. You got that car note. That's master. That's Benz, Mercedes Benz master. <laughs> you, you got that mortgage. That's Bank of America master. The only difference with masters back then, now you got a whole bunch of masters. You're confused. You're waking up every single day on how am I going to pay master today? 
You're not telling about how am I going to increase God's kingdom. You're not talking about how I'm going to increase the purpose of God in my life. You ain't talking about none of those things. What you're talking about is how am I going to pay master before I even feed my family? How am I going to pay master's kids college of tuition before I pay mine? How am I going to put food on master's plate before I put food on my grandkids plate that don't even exist? See, you feeding your master's great, great grandkids. They're not even here. Before you even feed your own children, mm. why they are here? That's, that's who heavy. your master is. That's 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 heavy, man. That's heavy. And I think the 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 key point of what he said is you don't want to be there, even if your stuff was paid off. You want want to be there. So we have to think in our mind, what do I really want to be? Because I said at a school today, I said, listen, man. A lot of times, people are on that rat race. School people in uh, children in school and adults who are working jobs. What do you mean by this, brother Ben? Meaning that you at school all day. When you come home, you got to do homework. There should be no reason you don't know what your purpose is right now. There should be no reason you don't know what your dream is right now. Some of us have been working for somebody else for 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 all of our life so much that you have lost yourself. I don't know what I want, man, brother. I just I just want a, a vacation. I just want to, I, I just want a new check. So we have to sit down on those weekends. Stop getting drunk on those weekends, celebrating, going to the parties, and we ain't got nothing to celebrate. Let's take the, t- let's take that weekend and go somewhere to a park and say, man, what do I want to be? We're we going to celebrate what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. What, what am I supposed to be doing? Well, I'm, I'm going to sit at the park. I'm going to look at some trees and say, man, how do I envision my life? See, some of y'all get mad that I'm posting that I got a school, that I got land, that I'm hiring 20 some people. And y'all keep saying this nigga crazy. Why is he posting it? Because this is my vision. I got vision. I got to see it in my mind first before it begin to become a reality. Some of us don't even have that time to say, man, I want this much money in my bank. I want this much money for my children's children. I want this brother to come in and do it this way. I'm going to have a life insurance policy. Set. I called Brother Jake. I ain't even got the money. I said, Brother Jake, listen, I'm going to do this with this policy he right here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, are we going to do half this? Because I'm already getting prepared. For, for when it come, not if it come, but when it come, even if this opportunity don't even make, I'm going to get it somehow. So I have to begin to prepare now because once it come, I ain't going to know what to do with it. The Bible say, do you not count the cost it takes to build a tower? For if you do not finish it, your fans and family will mock you. You know how crazy it is to tell everybody that you're going to be free, leave a job and have to go back and work? Mm. <laughs> Because you left without a plan. Do you know how crazy it is to say that you're going to build a building, build the building, and get halfway done, and get rained on, you can't finish it? Now, all your families and friends will mock you. That's what the Bible said. The Bible lets us know. Do you not count the cost it takes to build something? So before you dip off, before you just leave Master, before you have a plan, so you ain't never got to go back. See, the problem that the, 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 the Israelites had leaving Egypt, going into to, 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 to the land of milk and honey, is that majority of them, See, Moses had a plan. The other people had a plan. They left without a plan. They start wanting to go back to Egypt. Mm. They say it was better to be in Egypt than to be in freedom. Wow. It was better to have food uh, uh, at at breakfast, lunch, and dinner every single day and and, and be whipped sometimes than to be whipped every day but be free. Mm. See, and I I like this right here because I had had, that's why I grabbed it. 
uh, Luke Kane said, "Build your own wealth, build your own brand, and put your own money up." See, I'm a big believer of that. Uh, he said that, and then Dexter Harris said, "Fear of independence is a mental health issue." Wow. See, I like to build your own brand, put your own money up. I like that concept. The reason why I do is because it teaches you something. It teaches you patience. See, I love where my business is. My business paid out. I'm not going to tell you what we revenue, but I can tell you what we paid out in commissions. We paid out in commissions six hundred and forty-six thousand. Am, am I right, Amir? Something like that. 676 or $646,000 in commission. That's what we paid out to our brokers. So that you can imagine what we did as a company. And I, I didn't have not one dime from the bank. You understand how that make me feel? I don't owe nobody. Mm. I'm cut from a different cloth. So I know my building. I'm still, I still got used stuff in my office. I'm still driving a used car. Because I know when I get it, ain't nobody ever going to be like, hey, Jake. Oh, uh, you tight this month. Uh, you know, I, you, you still need to play Bank of America first. Now, ain't nobody going to do that. So that guess what? I know that my kids and my kids' kids, my, my grandkids, will have a lot better off than me. They will be able to do a lot more things than me because I am starting it. There, that means there are some things I just can't have. I can't go get I can't go get a multi multi family rent homes right now. I can't go get multi multi family rental properties. Some of you guys say, "Hey man, you just go to the bank, use their money." I, some of y'all believe in that, but I believe in I'm putting up my own bread and I'm leveraging my own banking system where I can eat the interest and I can have the interest. And I can put my money up. So that means, guess what? I gotta I gotta spend 10, 15 years. Sometimes that means y'all can go get more multi family homes to, uh, before me, but I can promise you, when I get in mine, mine I'm gonna be straight cash free. I'm going to get that money straight to me. So that one multi-family home, I'm going to be cash flowing and just straight income ain't going to no bank split. It's going to Jacobs, the Jacobs Enterprises. And so it's going to take y'all six, seven uh, uh, a bank-owned, because it ain't yours, bank-owned properties that you manage. Now watch this, Brother Ben. We say, man, I got seven rental properties. I say, no, the bank got seven rental properties. Mm. You just a high-paid manager. Mm. Uh, well, brother Jake, I, I create the spread, brother. The bank get paid before you even get your check. Wow, that sound like an employee to me, man. I got more, man. But my business, my business doing ten. I'm only giving the bank four. Think about that. I'm cool. I can wait till I'm twenty. I'll just be. I'll just be forty eight. I can wait till I'm. I can wait thirty more years. I'll just be fifty eight. I got. I can wait. To keep my freedom as long as I can and build it up from the bootstraps like I can. Because I'm going to value the growth of my success in my business that way. I, I don't want to trade uh, my debt to a new master back and forth. So some of us, we're, we're so anxious to get in that mortgage, into that mortgage home because you want to say you own a home. Go buy you a $10,000 land and go and go get you a little trailer home. That 30000 right there. You don't want to stay like you got your own space. <laughs> You got your own, your, your kids can run in the yard. You got your own little space. They even got four bedroom, four, uh, four bedroom, four bath, little trailer homes. Little put up and put downs. But you don't want that. So you want the, you want the look of success. But you don't want to put up your own bread. My, 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 my mentor taught me this. He said, Jake, let me tell you something. He said, everybody want to be a boss until they got to put up their own bread. Mm. See, everybody want to walk around like the CEO. Everybody want to walk around like they got it together. But until you got to put up your own bread, that's a total different, that's a total different ball game. People call Dame Dash crazy. 
I say Dame Dash ain't crazy. He a self-made man. Can't nobody say that the bank can't say. Can't nobody say I gave Dame Dash that. No, Dame Dash like, no, I reinvested all of my money back into my business to get what I got, which means I had to drive and use cars a little longer. Mm. Which means, which means that I had to put my money in my cash reserves a little longer. Which means I couldn't go on vacations like my friends were renting vacations. You borrowing from tomorrow to have today. Oh, hold on. You ain't going. What, what'd you say? You borrowing from tomorrow to have today. Wow. And I'm, I'm, I'm working today so I can have your tomorrow. Oh, that's a tweet, boy. So, so, so that's the piece. And that's, that's the place that where we got to understand. I don't want to have a new master. Can't nobody tell me it's greener with uh, under you. I'm still working for you. So that does mean I got to take my time. But it does also mean I cannot leave my job without a plan. I can't leave where I'm currently in without a plan. I need to start storing food away. You know, you know what they used to do? Could you think Harriet Tubman left without food? You crazy. She got to eat. So what's, what Harriet did, let me tell you, let me help you all out. Harriet, uh, 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 she, she, she saved food because she knew she had a long travel. So she saved food from Massa and used Massa's food to fuel her freedom. Mm. See, she used her work, her, her, her work income, <laughs> and she saved the work income so that the work income could buy her freedom. Mm. Because if she didn't have enough fuel to eat, enough food to eat, she wouldn't have made it. So that's the same thing when it comes to our income. A lot of us want to spend what we work. You don't want to spend, uh, uh, and you don't want to wait till what you work for spends for you. I'll help you out. That that that. See, oh, I got some. I got some stuff right here. As uh, uh, Pastor Freddie Hayne would say, "You miss your shout." Okay, these dollar bills, right? This George, you see that George? That's a white man. Okay, okay. You see this him? That Lincoln. That's a white man. Okay, okay. You see? You, you, you see this right here? Who this is? Andrew. I don't need One of them. Hey, that's a white man. So what you do, they, 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 white, they control everything. They, they, oh, Andrew, he say, man, every time you get paid, I want some liquor. Every time you, you get paid, I want liquor. So every time you get paid, you go take old Andrew. You go take him to the liquor store. And old Lincoln, oh, this Lincoln. Lincoln say, man, every time you get paid, I want to go to the movies. So, so every time you get paid, you take old Lincoln to the movies. Oh, 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 and George, George, real simple. He said, man, every time you get paid, I want a single. You know what a single is? Single one of them. And, and what happens is you work for master, and then you don't make mass, these masters work for you. Uh-oh, there it is. Work for you. See, 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 I'm working for Massa and, 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 and old George and old Lincoln and old Andrew. They still controlling where they want to go. See, if I'm going to get food from Massa, if I'm going to get food from Massa, this food going to work for me. Mm. See, and, and this food going to work for me so much. I'm going to spend I'm going to spend they paycheck. See, see, every dollar bill that you get is an employee. There it is. Making your money make money. And your money got to make money like you made it. And I want to get to the point to where I'm only spending my money's paycheck. See, your money's paycheck is what an asset is. An asset is something that produces income. And so what has to go into the asset is, uh, oh, George, got to work. These are your employees. Stop calling them dollar bills. George, I need you and all your brothers. George Foreman 1, George Foreman 2, George Foreman 3. I need you and all your brothers. Are y'all twins? I need y'all to go into this asset. 
And oh Lincoln, you and all your brothers, y'all going to this asset. And oh Andrew, we finna work the hell out of you. I'm gonna put you, we're gonna put you in that asset, and y'all gonna work for me 24-7, 365 until I get tired and I'm gonna spend your money. You make them your slave. Mm. But you don't want that. That's heavy, man. Hey, hey, I think we can end the show with that. No, we ain't gonna end it like that. But man, that was a great uh segment and a great analogy and, and demonstration. That he gave because people ask me all the time how to fund my business. Hey, you know, can you can you give ten thousand here or let's do a GoFundMe? No, get a job, get a job. And I know you saying, well, you know, the minister said, the, the, the minister say, uh, uh, do for self. The minister say, uh, uh, we need to get out the white man job. Yeah, yeah. But he also said, I'll work for that white man. Because I ain't going to be out here selling drugs, not meaning that I'm going to work for him and it's going to be my end all be all. But like he said, this going to be my stepping stool. So the minister has something called the still away method. Not you going to the job, stealing stuff, not that method. But you take the extra money that you have from the job, the overtime, the money that you spending on weed, the money that we spending on clothes, the money that we spending on purses and belts that we don't need. Take that money and start to put it in the brand. Take that money and start to invest with it. Take that money and start putting it into your bank that we're going to talk about towards the end. Your own bank, not somebody else's bank, your own bank. Matter of fact, y'all see that number at the bottom. If you're listening on the podcast, text BBX class. Or you can work the black man job. That's what too. Yeah, that too. To 555-888. Text BBX class to 555-888. And we're going to go deeper into the banking part. We'll let them talk about it a little bit, but we're going to go deeper into it in the actual class. But take that money from your job and use that to start a business on the side. Use that for your marketing. Use that for buying your products. So we have to learn how to make the money work for us. I got to I got to learn how to take forty dollars and have somebody promote it so I can reach one hundred thousand people with my product. I got to learn how to take my money and then put it into a life insurance policy that if I die, my family going to be strizz eight. See, the brother told me I can buy wealth. I said, what? I can I can buy wealth. You mean I can pay a certain amount of dollars every month? And if anything happened to me, my family going to be straight. Even if I didn't have it physically, I didn't work to get it yet in my own life. I can have money like that. You mean to tell me if I die, I ain't got to do no GoFundMe? They ain't got to do no GoFundMe? You mean I can buy wealth? Tell, tell them about that. But how we do that? First of all, we got to understand, most of us, we are free. You just wearing your freedom. Mm. See, 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 everybody in my office know I'm going to wear jeans. I got jeans that got patches in them. And a mirror they'll make fun of me out there. They be having holes in them. I just patch them up like back in the day. You wearing your freedom. Your freedom is in that car. Uh, you, you rather have pictures of freedom on your wall mm. than to actually be living it in, in, in the freedom. And so what I told brother, I told brother Ben, I said, brother Ben, people working too hard. You talking about, man, I want generational wealth. <laughs> I want something I can pass down to my kids. I want to listen. It's very simple. Buy your wealth. Life insurance. It's simple. Mm. See, I, I'm not stressing about next generation problem because my, my next generation and my wife already got 10 million on me. Wow. Look at that. There's no investment that guarantees that. So all of us going around talking about black power and mo- moving my generation forward and all of that. I'm building a business. Do you know that when it comes to your business, that only 15% of businesses goes from first generation to six to second? 
Mm. And did you know that if this is inclusive of Caucasian businesses? This is all businesses. Did you know that only 6% of businesses goes from first generation to the third generation? So the odds of you passing down a business are slim to none. Do you know the Kennedys don't pass down businesses? They pass down assets and cash flow. Uh-oh. Do you know that the Trumps don't pass down businesses? They pass down assets and cash flow. Do you understand that your kid's purpose may not be the purpose God had for your life. And the mm. only thing that you need to lock up is cash flow. See, Brother Ben's purpose is, is being a social media, doing on social media and, and, and speaking a word. But his son, his son may have a different calling. His son may be in the trenches somewhere else. So his businesses don't necessarily pass down, but the cash flow and assets can. Mm. So stop struggling to get generational wealth when you can buy it today. Buy it. You can it, buy the it, cheap. It ain't, it ain't much either. Hey, you when, can, you, when you my age and you got pretty good health, it's a pretty good price. So, so before we even talk about banking and how you can literally put in, did y'all know you can put insurance on your cash? Uh-oh. Did you know that you can put insurance on your cash flow? Did you know that you can literally get insurance and put reserves on your money where you can get a guaranteed 4% every year? Did you know you can have access to that cash reserve without ever diminishing its value? Did you know you can get up to 2 to 8% on top of the 4% that you get? In insuring your cash flow As long as you insure your asset Do you not understand that the asset The biggest hold on, hold asset on, hold, on, hold, on, hold on before you start Jonathan in here trying to promote Hey no no, no shade brother But if you are interested in learning about the insurance Contact us What he Text say? BBX class to 555 Hey he talking about I'm a licensed insurance agent Anyone need help hey, uh, hey, Inbox me Don't have us hey, promoting yeah, Teaching hey, hey, listen, To get brother. you some clients Hey no. listen brother You can come work with me <laughs> I, can sh- I can show you how to become A multiple six figure broker But nah You want some You want to learn how to do it He need to be on his platform Doing it Yeah dude Go do it on <laughs> your platform brother <laughs> Alright so but, 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 but this is the deal People, all everybody want to talk about, I, I want to build, you know, the odds of you building a real successful business are slim to none because of your laziness, because of your inconsistency of putting off to, today so you can have tomorrow. You can literally just buy it. You know how much stress was taken off my shoulders when I knew that 10 million was on my back? Mm. My family good. Now I can go do what God called me to do. Mm. Y'all good. Y'all good. Let me ask you this. What do you mean by... Putting insurance on money because, you know, some people say, and we know the dollar is falling, the Federal Reserve, this fiat money, the the, the economy is going to collapse. So now buying gold is it's good as well. That's an asset that's going to appreciate. But other than that, other than that, what do you mean by putting insurance on your money? Well, the reason why the dollar, the dollar is dying is because of inflation. So you want to put your money in an environment that beats inflation. And so when you put insurance on your money, what you're doing, you're guaranteeing that one, it beats inflation. Mm-hmm. You want your environment, your money in an environment, a cash reserve that also gets to participate in the upside of the market in okay, some let, form or fashion. Let me stop you there. Does that mean if I put a hundred dollars in and the inflation goes up, the dollar, the, the, the value of the dollar goes down, does that mean putting insurance on that hundred dollars? In fifteen years, it'll still be worth a hundred. Is that what that means? What it'll does still, that mean? It'll still be worth what you put in. See when see 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 the best way to look at inflation is this. Just just four years ago, mm-hmm. we could go get gas for like one ninety nine, one ninety five. Remember them days. Now if I were to hold that one ninety five in my in my in my uh my, my cup holder inside my car and I say, man, in five years I'm gonna use the same one ninety five to give me a gallon if I were to go to that same gas station, to that same pump today, that 195 won't get you a gallon. Mm. 
Because mm. only $2.20 gets you a gallon. That's the biggest way you can see the difference of inflation. Which the, that $1.95 lost its value. And I need more money to make the same value of one gallon. And so what you want, you want, you want your money in an environment where it can at least, it can grow with, so you're, you're never losing value of that same dollar. And then you want your, your money in an environment where it also can do that. But the biggest thing I want people to say is you want to put, you want to put insurance on everything else, but the number one asset in your life. See, the number one asset in your life is not the home. Mm. It's not the multifamily it's property. You, huh? it's, it's not the business. All of those things are pushed by you. Mm. See, you're the only investment that can literally go from being broke, disgusted, and homeless to the next year doing 100000 a year. I don't know what investment can turn around like that. Mm. See, you're the biggest asset in your life. You die, every asset that you thought you had could possibly die with it. So you insuring you is the number one thing. I told my wife, I told my daughter, I told, I told our future, I'm telling our future kids before we have them. My daughter's only four and she already understands. Daddy goes, you ain't, you ain't got to worry about a thing. You don't have to worry about a thing. My family's, t- I got, we covered for when me and my wife die, we are literally covered just with life insurance alone in our trust, in our will play, just using life insurance, not business, not anything. This is how I'm telling you, we're guaranteeing we ain't never got to go back to master. Just using life insurance, just for my daughter, my wife and I, we got a game plan within, within our will, uh, uh, going with our trust that by our third generation, just using life insurance, my family will be worth $520 million just using life insurance. No other business, no other, no other uh, uh, properties, no real estate, no land, just using life insurance as our primary tool for wealth accumulation, wealth preservation, and, and, and all the, those things above. Just with life insurance in four generations, my family will be worth $520 million. That's half a billion for some of you guys that that are talking and imagine how a black man feels knowing that imagine how a black man moves out what he's willing to say knowing that we already know a brother called me as i as i talked about before a brother said you don't know how free you are i was like uh like, what do you mean by that i but i didn't i didn't get what he was going to say he said you know some of these brothers online who got millions of dollars some of these rappers, some of these politicians, they can't speak like you. They can't speak like me and Jake. Are, you, they can't speak like Jake speaking right now. They can't talk like that because of who they're signed to, because of what they've signed, because of who they are. But even if you make making less than them, you more freer than them because they can't really be who they actually are. So imagine not having money from the bank and you able to say, if anything, if y'all do anything, I, matter of fact, I wish you would do something. My family going to be straight anyway. Imagine how we can move. Imagine, uh, I think Nipsey Hussle or Dr. Omar told me about this. Imagine you got, everybody got insurance. Now, if these police keep killing us, it ain't going to just be us going to the to the police. It's going to be, it was, you insurance. said that? Yeah, Dr. Omar said that first. Though. I remember, I know for a fact Dr. she said this. Yeah, it's on video. Yeah. Uh, but she was talking about, now you got the insurance company fighting for you, and you know they got the money and, and backing to be able to make that to make that call. So imagine that. Now, every time they kill one of us, they kill little John John, they kill little Ray, they kill little Chris. You only making our family more richer. Then imagine if we get the education on top of us getting the money. Now we're making smart moves. We buying land. We buying businesses. We doing things we supposed to be doing with the money. 
they gonna stop killing us. Because the more you kill us, the more we actually multiplying ourselves, not just multiplying ourselves, but multiplying our wealth. I guarantee you they'll see us a little bit different and they'll see us in a different I, light. And I bet the majority of people have no idea that you can partner with insurance companies to become your own banker. Mm. See, you, if, if you agree to stash your cash reserves with insurance companies and it got to be done properly, that's why you got to come through us because we specialize in it. But if you, but if you, oh, that's a good question. So, um, so if you were to if you were to uh, uh, agree to store your cash reserves inside the insurance policy, and we teach you how to do it and how to become your own bank, uh, the insurance company allows for you to use that as a banking uh, to become the banker. You can literally make loans and lend in the same exact way. So brother here says, uh, "Assalamualaikum, uh, family. If the dollar falls completely before I die, does that life insurance have any value?" Great question. Um, I'll tell you, I'll tell you one thing, the companies that we partner with, how, when I, when it comes to the reserve, um, everybody thought during the great depression that the, the American dollar was dead forever. And the companies that we partner with have been paying dividends to the policyholders for over a hundred something plus years, including in the great depression. When you get a policy with a mutual company, you are literally a part owner of the company. So you get to participate in all the profits of the company, therefore increasing your cash reserve. So I'm not necessarily worrying about the American dollar dying because the, the odds of the American dollar completely dying is like saying that the euro will die. I mean, there, there's, there, every country has their own fiat system. Every country has their own uh, monetary system. And so to just to say that we will adopt euros, I just think that's slim, slim to none. And uh, if that were the case, even if the American dollar died, that means that people that are literally renting from these properties, they won't even be able to pay their rent. Which therefore means that the person who owns the property could lose the property too. Like that, that right there. I'm I'm not worried about the apocalypse. If the American dollar dies or the apocalypse come and God come or something, then that's a totally different conversation. But we're talking, but we're dealing with right now. And I know for a fact the insurance companies are the number one uh, wealth creators for all of uh, families that participate. And I'm actually you brought up Nipsey Hussle. And people may say something, uh, talk crazy to me about it, but I think Nipsey Hussle did a disservice to his family. The fact that he only had a million dollars of life insurance. Mm. I think I think that I think he understood uh, a wealth accumulation. I think he understood group economics. I think he understood legacy. But that brother to have only a million dollars on his on his body and I got 10 million on me. I think that right there was a disservice. And it goes to the lack of education and the power thereof is of insurance. I talk to brothers all the time and sisters, everybody talking about the good fight, talking about what they do for their family. My very first question do they have? I say, how much life insurance you got on you? Because that right there lets me know what exactly you think about your family. So if you're willing to go out there and you party and I see you popping bottles, well, I ain't got no kids. Well, you telling me that you want to do it for your kids before they're here. That's why you're building your business. So why you don't have their life insurance before your kids here? Why, 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 don't you, why don't you deal with step one? Step one, blueprint for your family. How do, you build, how do you build a house from the blueprint? So if I'm building a blueprint for my family, step one is locking in that life insurance. I'm guaranteed I'm protected. I'm, I'm, I'm good forever. And that's the biggest thing. There's no investment that can give you back return like life insurance. There's no investment that can give you back return like life insurance. You put $10,000 in a bank, you die, your family get 10000 You put $10,000 in an investment fund, you die, your family gets 10000 minus transaction fees, minus management fees, minus taxes, then they get what's left. You put $10,000 in a life insurance policy, I'm guaranteeing you'll get upwards of 500000 <laughs> That's a guarantee. And so when you when you look at those numbers, 
it's like what what are you willing to if or if you really say that you are somebody who believes that you don't want any of your family to ever go back to the master step 1 you should have life insurance and be happy that you're purchasing it now all life insurance ain't the same and just because they got a license it's just like people that that can do hair everybody that that say they a cosmetologist can't do cosmetology okay everybody that say they're a barber can't really cut hair you got practitioners and people that do it for money we do it for real over here so if you really want to learn how to really pro- pro- uh, position yourself, position your legacy, position your cash reserves, me and my wife literally just put 20 bands in the insurance policy. We literally just put 20 bands in the insurance policy. And some people say, hey, Jake, that sounds crazy. Well, if you knew what I knew, you wouldn't think that it was crazy. I'm a firm believer of it, and, and that's how we lock in that legacy. Me and my wife, we really out here playing chess, while other people are saying they're playing chess, but they're really playing checkers. So, if you want to learn more about that, you see the ticker at the bottom. Text uh, 555-888 to, I'm sorry, text BBX class to 555-888. And that's all one word, by the way, BBX class. That's B-B-X-C-L-A-S-S to 555-888 to get the text message for our class that we'll be doing uh, this Saturday. Uh, you guys can call in at this at this time, 903-662-1930. If you're listening to this and you're not listening on January the 16th at 7 p.m. Or what is it? What is the real time? At 725, please don't call. I don't know why y'all be calling this number after the show is over with. I'm not going to answer. So if you're listening right now, January 16th, you can call in. If you're not listening to this on January 16th, you're listening to another, uh, you listen at another time. So you can call in at this time. But as they call in, I want you to break down. Uh, uh, quickly, how they can buy their debt back. So it's very simple. You can buy your debt back. I'm just I'm going to show you this here. Ashley Jacobs is my wife. We just took out. We just opened another policy out on her. You see, Emeritus Life Insurance, twenty bands. They took that out uh, on the fifteenth. So when when I say I do it, I do it. I'm not I'm not like these other people who say that they do it and try to get you to do it, but they're not really put their own bread. Oh, this is real deal. So somebody can literally dump twenty thousand dollars in a reserve into life insurance. You know that they're doing okay. I just wanted to put that out there for you. And uh, so very quickly, how to buy back your debt. So the same exact thing that the debt consolidation companies do. They they literally st- they they tell you to make monthly payments into this reserve that they have. Then they take that reserve. Then they go literally wait. They tell you to default on your debt, and then they go uh, buy that debt for minimum for like pennies on a dollar. So you may owe a thousand dollars. You defaulted. Then they go and say, Hey, listen, I got $500 right now to get rid of that debt. That's what they do. But you've been paying them a lot more. So what you can do, you can literally uh, dump that money in a cash reserve that is secured by life insurance. You can dump that money in the cash reserve that's secured by life insurance. Then you can go look at any debts that you have and start to buy back your debt. See, the, 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 what I tell people all the time, to just pay cash on cash on debt is the, is the biggest mistake that you can ever make because that money could be making money for you. So if I take that money out of an environment that's already making money for me to go pay debt, that money's dead. It's never coming back. So you want to be in a position where you can dump your money in a cash reserve. You can borrow from yourself without ever having to take that money actually from your account. You can go back and buy that debt and then pay yourself back and not miss a skip a beat. That's the biggest thing that you got to understand. And that's what we teach in our class. I am the lender financial uh, masterclass. We teach you how you can literally become the 
bank. See, when me and my wife, we buy our debt away, when we get rid of our debt, we just don't put cash on it. We put it in our cash reserve and insurance. Then we borrow from ourselves, pay the debt off and pay ourselves back. And inside that policy, when I borrow from myself from our cash reserve, that money isn't affected. So that 20 bands you guys saw, we're going to take 10 bands out. In the in the in the account is still going to reflect twenty bands. So we use the ten to buy debt. We pay ourselves back, and we get to c- accumulate all the interest in that. And you will understand more when I talk to you about uh, uh, talk to you about in our free masterclass that we're having this Saturday. But you got to text the ticker the, that you see coming. You got to text that ticker so that I can show you in the masterclass from two to four p.m. Central Standard Time how we teaching clients all across the country how they can become the bank, how they can become the banker, how they can be the person who owns their debt you want to be the person in control of your life so you want to buy the debt and then pay yourself back so that you can accumulate the interest that you would have gave to the bankers that you would have gave to somebody else which will allow for you to have complete access and complete control of your life so there it is family everybody who's listening right now live on facebook if you have an iphone go over to apple Podcasts and subscribe to brother ben x podcast and that's where you can hear this full audio it'll be on spotify it'll be on anchor it'll be on google podcast so if you're listening to this right now live on facebook we do have a podcast brother ben x podcast where you can listen to this whole entire audio and i'm telling y'all y'all don't want to miss this class on Saturday because you'll also be told about the master school, the business school as well, which is going to be very important and stuff that we know that we're not learning in school. Uh, so what's some of the things that they can learn in the actual school? So in the actual uh, the master school, the full entire school, the first thing we do, we take you through the re-education of money. We re-educate you on how you can actually have control of your finance. And a lot of people teach it like real traditional, like we treat it, we teach it real unconditional to help you be able to understand how much power you actually have with that currency and what you're supposed to be doing with it. Uh-oh. And then after that, we then we teach you how to build a business and scale a business using what you just learned. We'll take the, we'll take the next caller. Peace, what's your name and where uh, you're calling from and what's your question? Can you turn us down in the background, please? Hello? Yes, sir, we can hear you. Okay, I'm just trying to join the group. Okay, uh, what's your question? Okay, can you hear me? Yes, sir. Okay, I want to know what type of loans, what type of loans are you talking about buying back? What type of loans are you talking about buying? I'm, back? I'm talking. That's, about- yeah, that's the, I just come on. That's the, that's the understanding I got. I could be. I could be in error. I could have just heard the short end or something. Yeah, yeah, you definitely got the short end on that, brother. But uh, what we're talking about buying the debt. Back- hey, brother, uh, uh, turn us down in the background for me. I'm still too loud in the background. Yeah, just turn it down. Listen to listen through your phone. Okay. Sorry about that. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. I'm listening. All right, go ahead. Okay, good. So what we're talking about in buying back that debt, that debt that you owe, that mortgage, that car note, those payments, you know, those loans that you have, personal loans, business loans, how to buy back that debt so that you can be in control of, of the debt versus paying the debt back to other people and paying those interest free, uh, fees back. So what we teach, we teach you how to buy back that debt and all the interest that you would have paid the bank or whoever lent you the money that you can actually eat the eat, eat the interest up for yourself and, okay, and grow your wealth. I understand it in theory, but I'm saying where is this cash flow going to come from? Where is this abundance of cash flow that's going to come from with these debts that you already have? That, that's what I'm missing. You said where's the cash flow coming from? Like that. I guess I are, you, are, 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 you, are you asking where is the money going to come from that you get to actually pay off the debt? That you say when you when I'm asking this is what I'm asking. Where's the cash flow going to come from to buy those debts off? Yes, yeah, why? Yeah, to buy those debts off. 
I understand what you're saying in theory. I, I completely get it. I done, bought, I done got loans before, low signature loans, loans against money I already had, and I, low interest loans. So I understand borrowing money against my own money, all that. But I know that's not exactly what you're saying. So I'm just trying to get the technical part that I missed prior. So I just come on and start listening to you guys. So I'm trying to see where's the cash flow going to come from. Just say you, like you say, you got a mortgage out there, car note out there. You got debts out there already. Where's this cash flow going to come off, come come from to pay these off ahead of time? Good. So not only the cash flow that you're already generating, lowering your low, lowering your uh, standard of living so you can find extra cash flow. So you got that. Okay. Low, okay. Lowering okay. your standard okay. of living. Okay. So See, I can, missed it. I yeah, missed it. it. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> so that's okay. Uh, so so, but that's a question that somebody may have had. So I'll I'll answer it fully. Lowering your standard of living so you can find the extra cash flow. Finding where you're spending too much money, that's the first step. Um, and then right, the next right. step is the same way that these debt consolidation companies tell you to stop paying these debt, let them default so that you can fund mm-hmm. uh, the co- debt consolidation and they'll pay it for you. It's the same exact right. way. So versus paying a debt consolidation, you ain't got to. Yeah, they're, they're just constantly selling you to the highest bidder. The next bidder gets you. Next bidder, there next you go. Bidder gets you all this extra proof on you. I get it. There you go. So what you're saying, you can beat that and do that. You can do, get that same mindset and do it yourself. That's right. Yes, sir. Yeah, yes, sir. Let me get this next caller, brother. Appreciate you for calling. All right, thank you. Yeah, and they end up hanging up. Call back. Yeah, call call back. We'll take we'll take uh we'll she take did. one more phone call. Last phone call. We'll take one more phone call. Ask a good question. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to Brother Ben X podcast and uh make sure that y'all get ready for the class this Saturday and the master school. That is going to teach you about business. I think he cut you off when you was explaining what all. Uh, so inside the master school, not only do you get the you get 16 courses on the reeducation of money, how to become the banker. Then from the 16 courses, we move you to uh, uh, from uh, a business a series. So it goes from concept to profit, from profit to scale, from scale to living well. And those are the different series of businesses teaching you how to take something from the mind, how to become profitable, how to go from profit to scale and how to go from scale to living well. And living well is that 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 piece to where you have systems and processes working for your business so you can be working on your business and not in your business that like most entrepreneurs do. So that's the full entire process that we take people through reeducation of money. Then we then we simplify how to go from concept to profit, then from profit to uh, uh, to scale and from scale to living well. And that's the biggest thing that we teach them. We got the whole entire piece inside of our master school where people will literally be able to see um, nothing but value. There it is, fam. So call in. We're going to take one more caller, and then we're going to wrap it up. Uh, for those who are wondering, this is the God Economic Series, so you can go on Apple Podcasts. You can go on YouTube as well. Check out the God Economics Podcast with me and Brother Jake. We talk about spiritual principles. We come out, we went heavy out of the Bible. So if you say the Bible want me to be broke and God don't want me to have wealth, if you go to that first episode, maybe the first two episodes, we hit real heavy on bringing out the scriptures that support it, uh, that we are supposed to be wealthy. Uh, the lender and have life more abundantly. And I looked at some of the synonyms of uh, abundant and I saw extraordinary. Mm. I saw stuff like that. That one word, it was, it's multiple synonyms, but that one synonym of being extraordinary was enough for me. It, it, I think they say the average American don't have a thousand dollars in their bank account, right? That's true. So if I want to be extraordinary, I got to have a couple stacks in that bad boy. Then. 
So if you're supposed to be extraordinary, that means we're supposed to be great. If we know that the world is falling, if we know that our condition is bad, extraordinary means that we're being and we're doing extraordinary. Thank you for calling in to the show. What's your name and where you're calling from? And what is your last question? Well, Brother Ben, uh, my name is Sterling. I'm calling from uh, Raleigh, North Carolina. And basically, I didn't have a question. I just wanted to, I just wanted to call you. I've been trying to call you for like a few weeks. I just want to say thank you for the things that you do, young brother. I really appreciate everything that I see you do. And I just wish peace and blessings. And I uh, just wanted to say assalamu alaikum to you, brother. And uh, just have a safe night, man. That's all I wanted to say to you. And thank you very much for all the things that you do. Wa alaikum salam. Thank you, brother. Yes, sir, brother. All right, peace. Peace, what's your name, where you're calling from, and what's your question? I'm calling from uh, Fort Worth, Texas. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing black-tastic myself. You said what now? You said what? Said, what? Black-tastic? Yeah, black-tastic. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I've never heard of that before, but uh, all right, that's what's up. Uh, okay, I was listening to you tonight, and you, you know, but wait, 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 wait. Before you start, are you the sister who came to Waxahachie Study Group before? I might. Uh, I've been out in Waxahachie. Yeah, I've. Uh, I've. I actually grew up there in Waxahachie. Uh, I was uh, the only black swimmer there at the school out in Waxahachie. No, I no, I mean, no, I mean Waxahachie Study Group. It was in Lancaster. I think Sister Shauna invited you, and then I think you was outside when Tatiana Jefferson got killed. You was out there in front of the city hall. Yeah. Yeah, I know who you are. Yes, and when that woman, yes, and when we were, okay, we was outside, and I was on the microphone out there. Yeah, I know exactly who you are. I What's had a microphone in my hand, and a woman uh, ran up in my face, and mm-hmm. I'll never forget that, because mm-hmm. because I was thinking to myself, oh, God, you know what I'm saying, if this woman put her hands on me, you know what I'm saying, I'm skinny, but I might not look like it, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> but if you see me on the internet, how built I am, woo, she told my boyfriend, told him when I got home, I said, Lord Jesus. Mm. I'm glad, Lord, that I didn't grab that woman and lift up into the high heaven. I didn't, I didn't get, I didn't, I didn't get your flashback. What's, but well, well, what's your question tonight? <laughs> my question, sorry, my question is this: in, in in all seriousness, um, I know you were talking about some of the things dealing with how to become the bank on your own. Yes. Um, or how to become a bank. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never heard of your con. I just never heard of it before. Uh, the concepts about a consumer becoming um, a bank. I was always told that's for people who are wealthy, mm. and it's what I listen to. It. I don't know if it's for people who necessarily are on a limited or government income or things like that. Because you have a lot of people who live in poverty, but poverty is also staggered in different levels. Mm-hmm. So, does this work for people? You know what I mean? That are in certain situations that say, "Yes, I borrow money because I have to eat." Or I have to go to a payday loan company. There's a lady out here in Fort Worth, Texas, sir, that is on the city council that's trying to get rid of payday loan companies because the fact that they prey on people with with such high interest and it's unforgiving. Mm. And so people who, you know what I'm saying, who are on a fixed income, in all seriousness, that's why I tell people to listen up, because if you get $700 a month, okay, how do you become a bank when you don't have much? You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? You're having to borrow money to eat. And so I, how does that concept or how can that help somebody that has to necessarily borrow money to just survive or to live? That's a great question. Brother Jake? Make sense? I, I, no, no, that definitely does make sense. And I think, I think, it's, I think it's a relatively um, a simpler solution than most people understand or, or, or can, can fathom. 
Um, now, now let me let me get an understanding on fixed income. Is it fixed income from somebody who's retired or fixed income on somebody who is a, a able working body? These are people, you have people who are retired. I mean, you have all kinds of people that go to different places like churches, whatever, but some folks are able, you know, folks, and some people have serious mental issues but are able body can move and that, that aren't in a wheelchair. So how do you then bridge the gap for people who don't have access to a college education who, you know, so these are serious questions that, that people need to be asking, how can this help? Not just people with a college education, not just people who can read and write. How does this? How can this help people who actually physically live in poverty every day? I lived in poverty. I slept on the streets. My story's on NBC Five, so I don't have to lie about stuff. And I know what it's like not to have and not to even be able to borrow a thousand dollars, let alone go to a bank. Right. I, and I, if I, your credit is horrible, no one's going to let you borrow. Does that make sense? Yeah, so that, if your credit that, is bad, how does that help someone like? Like that. Yeah, I think I think for one, uh, like like uh, brother Ben always talks about, uh, in, in learning how to do for self. I, I think that uh, mm. in our in our, our in our in our school system, we we have been taught to depend and not be independent. And and it's and it's learning small skill sets. I'll give you I'll, I'll give you a brief example. Uh, when I was in when I was in school, my father lost his job. My mom was crying in the kitchen. Uh, it was five of us in the house. My mom was working on a $38,000 teaching salary at the time. And it was five of us in the house living in the suburbs in Cedar Hill. We already were struggling, but poverty hit us before you can even understand. So lights were out. We didn't have food in the house. All these things. I saw my mama crying one time in the kitchen. And let me tell you about the power of do for self. I've been sitting. I was watching. Uh, I was with my papa every summer for maybe like five years straight. And I saw him be able to sell. I saw him sell. I saw him uh, uh, strike deals. I saw those things. And so the very first thing I did, I saw my mama crying. I said, not on my watch. I saw my father mm-hmm. get depressed. My father, because of this financial stress and this financial depression, he's not even 50 now. He has uh, he has both kidneys that fail. His pancreas fail. He's literally, body starts to break down the more and more he thought that he couldn't depend on a job. And so I saw these things. And so the first thing that I did, sister, I went and found somebody that was selling candy inside the school. And what I did, I went okay. and worked for that person so I can learn what they, what they how they do. So a lot of us, we got, sometimes we got to humble ourselves. We got to go work for somebody. So I went and worked for a guy. His name was named Bab Atatiba. I worked for him for okay. One, one week and he gave me like little boo-boo money it wasn't a lot but I learned how to work and maneuver the system inside the school system and before you knew it I went mm-hmm. to my papa I said papa I need $300 uh, $150 he gave me $150 right. took me to Costco in Duncanville Texas I then I turned mm-hmm. that $150 and I made $300 the next day I took $150 back to my papa I went I took the same $150 and I went back and, mm-hmm. re- and read up back at Costco before you knew it I was I was selling candy and brother Ben on I was selling candy in Cedar Hill, DeSoto, Lancaster in right. DeSoto. I was bring in Duncanville. I was bringing home $4,000 after I paid everybody a $4,000 a month selling candy in high school because I learned how to do for self by watching my grandfather. And so at that point in time, I saw the biggest difference between my father and myself. My father, I yeah. love him to death. My father is like the hero of my life, my best friend. But I saw him and mm. when things got tight, 
he shelled up because he was working a job for 18 years and three months. He literally started working that job in high school. He thought he was going to retire. When I saw that happen, my father didn't have a, a, a side plan. He didn't have a what's next. He didn't, he didn't have if master cuts me off, what's next? I saw that and I said, no, I'm going to do for self and I'm going to go sell something. So the point, answer to that question is a lot of us got houses on fixed income, but we won't open up our oven to start cooking, uh, making cookies and going to go sell those cookies. Mm. A lot of us got... A lot of us got a stuff that we can do in our house. A lot of us can go pick up, uh, uh, go to go to uh, uh, garage sales and go buy magazines for thirty cents and go to uh, half price books and sell them for two cents. You got a dollar. Go buy shoes. Keep it real. Or go buy shoes. Uh, or like that's I was right. uh, riding by a store, a convenience store. That's right. People and was lined up for for shoes. Okay, Jordans. And I told somebody one hundred. If you can afford to buy uh, a pair of Jordans, uh, then why aren't you getting up? to go to the grant office or whatever so you can keep your lights on or whatever the case may right. be. But I know in my life, I've lived in so many situations, including going to a foreign nation. I went to Dubai and competed at the highest level. You know what I mean? In Special Olympics. And, and I say this in all seriousness because I got kicked out of their organization, okay? Because I spoke out against a lot of the stuff that I saw, and I saw people prospering while others live in poverty. And I'm like, I was in this for 20 years, you know, doing various things with an organization, with Special Olympics, and put my heart and soul into that physically, you know what I mean, shaped my body and changed my body physically as a person. So and then you feel as a human being mentally beat down because you see people that can make millions off of you and you see that money and you see the greatness of what the world baby has to offer because you were able to see it in your eyes and yourself and say this is there's something better than sitting here and living in poverty yeah so i think because the, in my life that's what i want i want something better for my life and so and, that's another reason i like to sit down and talk to you sometimes and, and i would love to do that because the, the biggest thing is it starts with you getting to the point where you want more and you want better and and when we can get to that point, it first have to be mental. You have to wake people up from the dead. We are dead mentally. So to rise somebody mm-hmm. from the grave, to rise somebody from the dead, it's not always a physical. It's not a physical uh, experience. It's a mental experience. A yeah. lot of us are walking mental. zombies. So we got to wake them up to help them say, you know what? Why am I upset that this man or this woman don't want to give me a job to do what I know I can do already? Well, well why am I getting why am I getting mad at that? So why why can't I go why can't I go and and go to go to Walmart and go get go get this 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 uh uh go get water and then go to a hot place where where, where they working outside and say for one dollar I'll sell you a bottle a cold cold bottle of water why can't I do that why can't I do that to be able to so we got to get to the point where you say you know what I want to do for sale so much so that I'm not going to allow what people won't uh, uh, hire me I'm not going to allow people to put push me in a box and not allow me to get out so people got to first want it when they want it and the, then they can be free and, and let me say and this as well let, let me I, let me say this as well when I was in middle school yeah. going into high school I had a business called DFW uh, DFW Fly Distributors. I would go to businesses okay. and say, I will pass out your flyers for 10 cents a flyer. These are business people. These are people who already have jobs, and they don't have time to go out and market people. How valuable Why? is it for me to say I'm going to guarantee that you're going to have 1,000 people today that's going to see your business because I'm going to be the one that's going to put it in their hands? How valuable is that? Then not only you know that— what? 
then on, then not only that on Craigslist they now have a spot called the free the free section. You can go literally yeah. get stuff for free, and you know you're going to make a profit. I can sell it for $2. Facebook Marketplace. Yeah, Facebook Marketplace, and I can sell it because I done got it for free. Not only that, since you got a cell phone, and if you don't got Wi-Fi, you can go to Starbucks, McDonald's, Motel, Hotel, and make sure that you got Wi-Fi. Now you got something called drop shipping. Drop shipping is what I did in college because I played basketball, but I still want to make a little money. If I got drop shipping, uh, if I got a website that sells a watch, for $200 or a watch for $50, but I can get it from, from China for 15 How much money am I making if I set it on my website? You may say, well, I ain't got no money to buy a watch. Yes, you do. Because as soon as somebody pay me $40, I'm going to take that $40 and I'm going to order you your watch. And now, your watch right may, you. now, your watch may take 30 days to get in, but your watch going to get in. But I done made... Go ahead. But, it, but have you heard of some of these businesses out here? Because there's a lot of things like in my life, I wanted to be a social media influencer because I've been on ESPN television and a lot of things in my life that I know I'm good at doing and can work for somebody's company instead of sitting here and somebody make money off of me. And like I, I was upset with Special Olympics Texas, and I say to emphasize that because as a black athlete, I also dealt with racism within their organization, and I expressed that valiantly for two years and the organization did nothing. And I said, I'm not going to continue to sit here and break down my body and my life mentally and my mind and not get anything from that. So I think for me, when you see being on television and all that stuff, we, we got one, we got, we got, we got one more minute left, sister. That's right. We got one more. And then we're going to take the next call. All right. Well, those businesses, I will say this. The businesses that you are talking about, those multi-level marketing businesses, I've never made money from that. No, 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 no. no. This, this, this is not multi-level marketing. Google drop shipping. Uh, Google what drop? drop shi- yeah, drop shipping. Uh, write that down and Google that. That's not multi-level marketing. You ain't gotta get nobody to come in and make no money. This is really simply. If I have a watch that I know that I can get it for fifteen dollars in China and it goes for forty dollars here, if I buy, if you buy it for forty, I can take that forty and go over there to China, not go over there, but order it from China. Why? And then and, and then I can so just Google that. I gotta take this next phone call. All but, right, but we'll Google, do that, sir. Google, uh, thank you so much, man. I had a good time tonight. God yeah. bless y'all. All right. <laughs> hey, welcome to the show. Thank you for calling in. What's your name? What's your and where you calling from? What's your question? Turn it turn it down uh, in the background for me. Yeah, my name is Gabriel. I'm calling from um, Silver Spring, Maryland. And my question is, um, do you guys uh, have any programs that you guys know of in which you can make money without spending any money? Uh, well, I just, I, just, I just gave one as far as the, uh, the, the drop shipping. Uh, I don't know if you mean what you mean by necessarily a program. Uh, maybe you're talking about, I know one thing is affiliate marketing. If I have a certain audience, I'm not, I'm not the one making the product. I'm not the one actually making the program, but I may get paid 30 cent, uh, 30% every time I sell it. So if Dr. Boyce Watkins has a website called The Black Business School, and he has a course on real estate or a course on cryptocurrency, and you want to know about currency, you ask me about that, I'm going to say, yeah, I got I know somebody to do it, but I'm going to send you my link. And when you pay that $9.99 or when you pay that $99, I'm going to get 30% of that every time i make a sale so so so, okay. so, so it's, it's that affiliate marketing it's uh um selling products for other people um there are plenty of ways like i remember when i first got started and um i, I got out of college before i got into financial services and i was trying to figure it out i was literally okay i created a marketing company too brother ben 
And I, I would go to people who had products and say, uh, can I push your products for you? And that was a way it was a marketing company that I built. And they gave me products and I was sent, I sent people uh, to, to product sites or whatever the case may be so that I can generate cash flow and marketing marketing uh, for other people. And I use that money to help kind of spring forward my financial services business. So there are plenty of ways for you to make money without putting money in. But what I tell you, you can't scale the business if you don't invest in it. But to get it started, you don't actually need capital, but you need capital to keep it going. Okay. Okay. So um, if, if I wanted to get in contact with you, brothers, how would I go about doing that? Well, we got a class this Saturday. All you got to do is text BBX class to 555-888. I definitely think that is a class you need to come here from, Brother Jake. He's going to be breaking down so much financial strategies, how to own your own bank, et cetera. So that's BBX class to 555-888, and we'll send out the link uh, Saturday, early Saturday, so you can go ahead and register and sign up. And uh, everybody that completes that class and they go through the process and they want to make extra income, by helping us promote and being affiliate marketers for our, our program and what we do for people, we pay handsomely. So that's something to just think about. Okay, definitely. I I, I see the number on the bottom of the screen, so I'm gonna go ahead and give it a call. Uh, no, text don't it. no, don't give it a call. Text BBX text class it, it. to five 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 eight eight eight. Text BBX class to five 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 eight eight eight. All right, brother. I appreciate it. Yes, sir. So there it is, family. Uh, today y'all learn how to make money. Without having any money, you learn about debt consolidation. You learn about a little bit about how we can own our own bank. And you learn where to go this Saturday at 2 o'clock p.m. Now, Brother Jake going to cut you off if you ain't too late. So if, so if you're too late, uh, you're going to have to wait a whole another week. So 2 make p.m. Sure you, Central Standard Time. Yeah, wait, make sure you in the class before 2 p.m. Central Standard Time. I'm going to send out the text around. Is 1 o'clock good or should I do 12? Uh, do 12 because we have our staff. Okay, so look, this is what we're going to do. At 12 o'clock Central Time, we're going to send out the link. We're going to send out the text. Make sure you register to that email, and they're going to call you and make sure that you, you they're going to remind you to get on the call, get on the uh, get on the actual class to make sure you do everything you need to do. Follow me on social media at Brother Ben X. That's Brother Ben X on Instagram. You're already on my Facebook, and Brother Ben X on YouTube. Where can they find you? Follow me on social media, Jake. Taylor Jacobs, J-A-K-E-T-A-Y-L-E-R, Jacobs. I'm one, one and only. So Jake, Taylor Jacobs, all social media. You can follow me there and um, uh, enjoy the process. I enjoy the process seeing you guys grow. And for those of you guys that do want to make additional cash flow, uh, Brother Ben Nix has paid to lead. He never talks about his course, but it's the top most phenomenal course. And they can reach paid to lead how? By going to paid to lead at gmail.com. That's P A I D, the number two, lead, L E A D, at gmail.com. I teach you how to grow on social media, uh-huh. how to increase your uh, income on social media, uh-huh. how to increase your engagement on social media uh-huh. as well, and how to properly create content so that you can communicate with your target audience. And then when going through the class, if you do want to make additional money by teaching other, getting other people to take the course that changed your life, he'll have an affiliate uh, program for you too. So there's many ways that we offer for you to be able to generate extra cash flow for the brother that already has a life insurance license that tried to uh, solicit on here if you want to help grow your business to the next level i got a course for you too it's called agency builder school i teach anybody how to grow their insurance agency from zero dollars to multiple six figures and so that's something that you guys are interested in plenty of opportunity here and we just want to be of service to our people 
And if you want to listen to this audio wise, go to Brother Ben X podcast, and that's where you'll be able to hear. You can listen to it on your way to sleep. Uh, it's not like YouTube where you got to be watching the YouTube to hear. You can actually be listening to it while you're doing whatever you want on your phone. If you're a truck driver, if you're somebody who just want to listen to it while you're cleaning up the house, go to Brother Ben X podcast, and that's where you can check it out. So I thank you guys for listening. Make sure you share this with somebody else so you can be a blessing to somebody else. Thank you all for listening. Y'all have a blacktastic night and a blacktastic day if you listen to this in the daytime. Peace. On my mama.